0: One hundred and eighteen of the Bivin James Isle Show Men talking about men's health. Radio 2, welcome along to episode 118 of the Bevan James, I'll show you the fortnightly podcast on the behaviours that create a lifetime level of fitness so you can get all the benefits that come alongside it. Well, welcome along to today's show. I'm, I'm pretty excited about today's show. Actually, it's it's a little bit of a different show. Basically, I'm not going to talk much before the show because the kind of it's kind of an interview or a discussion. It's probably more of a discussion that we had the other day with a couple or a good friend of mine, Sean, Doctor Sean Barnes. Um, he's a really good friend of mine. His nickname's Porno, and it's there's no kind of bad connotation around it. It's just that's his nickname. So I do call him that a little bit in the interview. And a friend of his is called Kieran Sutherland. And Karen and Sean and myself really just talk about men's health and, and particularly men's mental health. And it's such an important topic because it's a topic, you know, a lot of men brush things under the table, have shame around kind of bringing up their problems and stuff like that. So we got together and we just thought we'd have a quick discussion. Well, not a quick We'll talk for about an hour, actually. We have a discussion around this topic and we talk uh, a lot about you know how to how to deal with these kind of things and just you know just maybe trying to promote good good behaviors and good philosophies around men dealing with the mental health side of life. So I'm going to pretty much get straight into it because we do, the interview goes for pretty much an hour. So before I do, I just want to quickly say, give some love to the patrons of the show. If you want to become a patron of the Bevan James Owls show, you just go to Bevan James Owls on the, on the podcast links there. You'll see there's a Patreon link. Click on that and that way you can donate to the work that I'm doing. And some of the patrons include Mac Forrest, Warhol, Curse, We've got Holly, the go-getter, Woodhouse. We've got Sue, the only way is up, Chisel. We've got Denise, Abfab, Dana. We've got Nathan, the Hurricane. And we've got Ma- Mary Jane, the Magic, Mariko. And then Katrina, the Architect. If you want to become a patron, you get a cool nickname like those people did. And ultimately, you just support me and what I'm doing. And if you feel I add value to your life, if you can contribute a little bit to the show each time, that's really valuable. So there you go. Go to bevanjamesis.com and it's all pretty clear. I'm going to go straight into the discussion we have, now we did do the discussion in a little bit of an echoey room and a setup of the mics, hopefully it sounds good, I I just kind of, it was, I think it sounds okay, but it may just be a little bit echoey, so just be aware of that, but there's some, you know, some good stuff to think about in here, so let's get straight into the interview with Kieran and Sean, and I had some stuff as well. Righto guys, I'm pretty happy, I've got a bit of an echo in the room, I'm in this kind of cool little boxy room in my friend Sean's workplace, and I've got two guests on the show today, Sean aka Porno, and it's a nickname he has, it's a long story, uh, Barnes, and we've got Karen Sutherland as well. Welcome to Showboys.
1: Thanks Bevan. Yeah, great to be here.
0: So um, today we, you know, it's November, it's which is, is, you know, many people around the world would know that's a month that's really about... Boys growing well, we're it, we're looking at one yeah. right well, now. Yeah,
1: it's it's a dodgy little uh, lip. Upper lip. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm shame. the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. the
0: same. I really couldn't grow one. But you know, one of the things about this is it's fundraising, and in, in New Zealand in particular, I'm not quite sure if it's the same all around the world, but it is really fundraising for men's health. And so we thought we'd kind of sit down today and talk about some of the topics around men's health. It's a topic that's. Probably more publicly aware nowadays, but it's definitely been a topic that's you know probably been pushed under the carpet for a long time, and maybe nowadays we're starting to see some of the effects of that. So I thought, before we kind of kick into what we're going to talk about, maybe just a little bit of your own history and why this is important to you, and Sean or Kieran, you can go first, they both nodded at each other. Kieran, come in nice and close and just maybe tell us a little bit about your history and why this is so important to you.
1: Yeah, sure. So mental health something that I'm pretty pretty passionate about. Um, when I was 17, I didn't really know anything about mental health, just never really had friends that had had depression or not that I knew about. Um, and then one day, out of the blue, my dad sort of told me that he had depression. I was oh like, no. oh, okay, well, not too sure what that is. Um, and then unfortunately, the next day, I, um, he died, he um, committed suicide, which kind of triggered a pretty um, deep exploration into what mental health is and what mental illness is. And it took took a long time for me to recover from that and what was it like for you at that moment because you
0: know like losing a parent's pretty hard but then you know like it's it's kind of a divorce thing isn't it? when they break up how do you not blame yourself and so when your parent you know commits suicide how was that like for you
1: it was it was really tough like it was um the range of emotions that you sort of go through at that moment is unbelievable yeah and i think having sort of had a conversation with my dad the previous day about um depression and that he was depressed and the fact that the next day passed away it was quite hard for me to grapple with mm. in that I didn't really know what to do. I mm-hmm. hadn't done anything because I didn't even understand what depression was at that point. Um, so there was a lot of anger, a lot of confusion, um, anger at myself and at him yeah. um, and just uh, yeah, a lot of confusion around it. It was really, really a tough time to deal with. Yeah.
0: And so then um, how did you deal with it? Like, was it a, did you figure out a healthy way or was it actually quite destructive?
1: Um, it wasn't. It wasn't really destructive to me. Um, a healthy way was I, I started exercising again, okay. which is a pretty important thing, um, which just you know helped clear the head and and get me in a good good spot. Um, I've reached out to people, so I didn't really tell too many people about it, but that obviously people knew. But uh, I talked to a couple of people that I trust yeah. about that at the time, and over time that's developed a lot more. I'm a lot more open about it, and I'll have conversations with people about it, which I think is healthy because it makes me. Um, sort of think it's more normal, whereas Mm. at the time I was like, this is, you know. So there's a self-acceptance
0: of it and also allows others to open up?
1: Mm. And and, and realise it's actually an illness. Yeah. It it wasn't just a thing that happened, it was, he'd been sick for a number of years and it's just, he wasn't aware of it, yeah.
0: And so then, unfortunately, you've had another tragic event around suicide as well.
1: Yeah, so uh, in 2012, I had one of my best mates, so there was three of us that grew up on the same street together, so we knew each other very, very well. And um, sort of got, I was living in Melbourne at the time. He was back here and started to get phone calls that he was not well and he was basically having suicide attempts at the time. Oh, wow. So the other two of us, one of us was in Melbourne, obviously, myself, and then another in Brisbane. And we rushed back to Christchurch and he was in hospital and um, sort of had a lot of conversations with him in hospital, which was just, it was so eye opening. And then unfortunately, that was August, September, and then in the January, sort of got the, got the call that he had um, succeeded and committing suicide yeah. basically. And yeah. what was that like for you? That, that was probably more eye-opening really? in some ways cause, because it was such a longer lead-in process for that one. So um, in August or September and coming back um, and having these conversations with him for a week in hospital and we we're in there for three or four hours at a time and just having chats about good times and yeah. old times and things. And the, the thing that resonates with me from those conversations with him was we'd talk about these good times, which was great. And then he'd sort of say, but none of that matters now. And oh really? Would drop and it was just wow. How how do I deal with this? Like, yeah, what's the way forward? And yeah, it was it was, yeah.
0: And then, then then post the suicide, what's it been like for you? Like, obviously, you went back to some of the tools you learnt from the father experience.
1: Yeah, it, it was actually a really interesting experience because I'd sort of been through the grief side of it before. I had people coming to me for oh advice really? Around oh it, which, okay. You know, it was tough. Yeah, because um, it's not really. It's not a magic formula for grief. Um, you've kind of just got to go through the emotions and it's personal. Yeah. 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 And uh, the old cliche time heals is kind of true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And how did you find, you know, cause it's a kind of, I need to be strong when everyone else is weak. Was is that the kind of role you took? And then if you were doing that, how did you make sure you looked after yourself through that?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, um, I did try and be strong because I wanted to be for yeah, other people, yeah. and I think it's it's often the important. case, isn't it? Yeah,
0: you know, but to the neglect of my own needs. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I, I think for me, again, it was going back to a, you know a few pe- key people in my life and having really good conversations with them about the whole experience, and you know, and almost making a pact with friends as well that if stuff comes up, that we'd would reach out to each other. Oh, nice. Trying trying to create that kind of trust and pact between us. That so a different
0: kind of culture between yeah. our our bond. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. Um, Sean, so Sean, move my mic over, there's going to be some random noises today, team, but that's okay. Uh, Sean Barnes is one of my best friends in life, he was one of my best men in my wedding, and uh, he's also just someone who really cares about this. Why is this so important to you, Sean?
2: Yeah, it's, it's interesting just hearing you talk, Karen, because um, when I was growing up, Dad was going through the same oh, really? stuff, and really? it just made me think of that a little bit more, and, oh. um, and, and more recently as well, and he's in his 60s now, but... Um, but yeah, the, you know, the, and that was through life circumstance and things like that. But, you know, as a, as a kid, you don't really know what that's about. Mm. And, and growing up, I have a younger brother, so we were both, you know, you know young men who look, looked up to your father yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, and, 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 and the
0: thing about our parents is, it's not really until you become an adult that you understand the human. That's, that's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, yeah. you, you kind it's of di- child thing, isn't it? Yeah, when you're young, yeah. but then it's and then, then you realize, oh shit, they have weaknesses and they have yeah. your cracks, and yeah. them, you know, and you kind of see so some of the reasons yeah. they made their choices, you know, totally. in a different light. Yeah,
2: and then also, um, you know, last few years being a father and and kind of really thinking about my daughter and who she sees and, and what side of me she sees. Yeah, which is you know, and, and our friendship's been very. You know, open and honest. Yeah. About, you know, um, I think understanding who I am as a person and what my strengths are, yeah. and they may be things that probably didn't resonate, um, or you didn't think they were important in the world yeah. when, you, when you're growing up, and things like that. But um, my work, I'm, I'm, I see this a lot, and um, you know, we work with people who are trying to really address these social issues, and and just meeting some of these people and. And, you know, I've had my eyes open to this, you know, very much through my work as well. And, you know, like you say, Karen, this is this is a disease. It's not, you know, it's not, um, you know, kind of a weakness or mm. something like that. This is something that people have, you know, there's real benefit in, in, you know, starting to really prevent, you know, and that's the ultimate, is if you can kind of put in place things that stop, the slide Mm. then I think that's really really important and they're beneficial in so many other ways as well so it's not you know taking a more you know kind of positive framing to this issue is is quite interesting because the the knock-on benefits in other areas of your life you know, oh. yeah it,
0: it, well yeah. There's, a, there's a couple of areas here isn't there? And, and maybe you know one thing that we need to address today is that we're not psychologists and, and if, if there is a higher level of sickness um, you know that this conversation here today you know we, we, the first piece of advice we have is if you feel you've got this this higher level that you really want to be moving towards help that's probably the first oh, point reeling yeah. it across and, and and some people aren't certain like i remember i haven't really had much depression in my life but i had a moment where i did and i remember just thinking it was for me it was very much a feeling it was very much like i had this feeling in my mm. stomach all the time and there was a kind of this self-talk around that was a little bit negative and i remember just thinking if it gets worse you know i'll address it you know and and, and really it never really got worse and then luckily i managed to navigate through it but that perspective is not really the perspective we want, it's, is it?
2: It's quite interesting, isn't it? Because you talk about the if it gets worse. Yeah. Your lens on what is worse and where you mm, actually true. are is, is
1: a pretty distorted. I mean, you've, you'll probably see that. Yeah, it could be too. a really dangerous slide to go down, isn't it? Yeah. If you yeah. don't recognize, you're probably a very self-aware person. Yeah, well, yeah, then, yeah. yeah. You know, if you're not so self-aware, it's a very dangerous slide to that you yeah. go down pretty quickly. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's kind of like, you know,
2: what what. Where you out of ten, and you know you you might look at yourself, Karen, and say, "Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm a 6, but someone else might look at you and go, "Actually, you're probably a nine, or or it's a three, or it doesn't yeah. matter." You know, the, yeah. the perspective is is a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so, so for those who maybe because I think we're going to go down a slightly different path moving forward, but for those who are in that place where maybe they think they do have a bigger problem, our, our, our advice is just move towards help. Totally. Yeah. But yeah, yeah and, Karen, any thoughts?
1: And that it's okay it's yeah. okay to not feel yeah uh, yeah
0: because there's a shame isn't there
1: there is massively yeah yeah, yeah it's um it, people don't like having to ask for help i don't think but people like being asked for help yep. it's an interesting thing so sort of keep that in mind if you're not feeling great and it doesn't mean that you're depressed or anything it no. might just be that circumstances are meaning that you're not in a great spot right now mm. it's not unusual to ask someone say okay?
0: Let's have a chat. It's funny, I, I often talk about people who I talk with about their relationships and, and that whole idea of your partner wants to be a valuable thing in your life mm. and if you do, if you hold the hard moments, you actually neglect connection. You know, we're actually, yeah. when you know when you do go to somebody in your life at a hard moment, we want to be there for our friends, don't we, or our loved yeah. ones and the people in our lives and then when we do open up, we actually create a deeper bond as well so there's much more benefits than me just helping. Yeah.
2: I was, uh, I was just to pick up on that, I, I, I mean, that's, why I'm sitting next to Karen today because we've we've got a friendship which I I really value and he's probably never heard me say this. <laughs> Might as well put it out there to the world. Huh? Um, but but it's that you yeah. know you mentioned the word trust and and you build trust by being honest mm. and and having honest conversations and I think that's a self perpetuating thing. So the mm. more you do it, the more the trust builds and yeah. then you more the more you feel like you can tell. Anyone, anything and yeah because well, that creates freedom doesn't it that's, yeah, yeah that's right and 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 that's where people are most useful for each other and you, you spoke about you know it's it's when you you're married and you or your partners or whatever like that you know you've got people with close relationships but um, it's it's really interesting when you start to think about friendships and friendships can be that too mm. and and people can be different things it doesn't mean that you kind of have to go deep with every single no person no. like there, there'll be certain was well, like you talked about when mm. when with
0: your father how mm. there was a certain group that you knew that were kind of your support network. Yeah, for
1: sure. Like you just know that they'll be there to talk to you about anything, yeah. and and no judgment mm. is a big thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, it's really interesting. You know, like so so you know as we kind of talk about this, we're kind of saying you know if you feel this deep problem, we highly recommend that you actually address it by yeah. getting great support to realise that they probably want to be there to support you, and there's mm. no shame in, in that. But one of the things going back to talking about our fathers. You know, their generation comes from a generation which, you know, if we think about the war generation, God, what those guys went through. Mm -hmm. And then to come back, you know, and we know nowadays the effects of that on their life were pretty massive, but they were also taught, you know, keep it under the table, you know, Mm -hmm. don't be a burden. And then we're probably the next generation after that generation where our fathers were very much the same is that, you know, you didn't even know your dad had anything wrong, did you? No,
1: not not at all.
0: You know, and and so one of the big shifts that probably men need to think about is, What's the culture we want to create moving forward? That's right. You know, and um, you know, and so like at the culture that we were brought up was that "she'll be right" attitude. You know, which maybe we want to talk about that. Yeah,
2: well, it's kind of yeah. You mentioned the grand like my I remember just watching my grandfather when I was growing up, and and you know he he, he served in World War Two. He was away for you know five or six years, and basically I, I remember um, at his funeral, my uncle speaking about him, and and he. And, and I don't think I'd really kind of comprehended it at yeah. before that time, but he said, you know, like, Granddad was away for five or six years, you know, getting shot at and yeah. shooting people. And then he kind of they, they all came back on the, on the boats, and he gets a job, and he That's was it. married before he left, and he has kids. And he's just expected to be, kind of just fall straight into being a father and yeah. a husband and a, and a, a citizen, you know. And, and also
0: not to be a burden with the, what you've gone through. That's exactly right. Yeah. He,
2: whereas now he would probably be post, post-traumatic stress yeah. <laughs> syndrome. Yeah. Um, you know, the, you look at the issues that, uh, with ex-servicemen in, in, um, in the US and yeah. things like that and yeah. the mental health issues and there's, there's absolutely no question he probably was holding on to that and keeping it. And then... That's what my dad and my uncle saw learned. growing up. Yeah, mm. yeah. You know, so so it's no, you know, it's not a it's not a criticism, but it's no surprise that the, you know, that's the learned behavior, or that's the coping mechanism, mm. and and now I think we're we're seeing enough of that that, that is not an effective, you know, that's yeah, quite no, clear. no, no, that's no, not clearly an not yeah. strategy
1: yeah, just, culturally, yeah. just ploughing on and doing that's what they do a, isn't it doesn't really work, yeah, no, yeah, no. and so I suppose
0: you know, like, so first of all. If we're going to promote a kind of way of a philosophy around this, now we've, got, we've kind of got a document we're going to try to work through here, but that's probably a bit more to the individual. Let's just talk about what kind of, as a better culture, men should be aiming for in regards to what we're promoting around how we act around mental health. Mm. You know, so Kieran, have you got some ideas around that?
1: Well, something, something which I sort of believe and I action myself, is I sort of have this concept of a circle of trust. And that's not just people, it's activities as well. Yeah. So, you know, things like I, I love running and being outdoors, so that's, yep. that's an activity that I can turn to. If I'm not feeling that good, go for a run. Yeah. You know, I'll probably come back and I'll clarify some thoughts and feel pretty good. Um, a list of people on there that, in different situations, are good to talk to. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is, is, say, running as an activity, I recognise that that could be a dangerous thing as well because if I injure myself and I can't do mm. it, I can't turn to that. So, I need Mm. other things in my life that I can turn to, like meditation or um, sitting and listening to music or having a coffee or whatever it is that Mm. I can turn to that are relaxing activities where um, I can just think and sort of deal with whatever you're grappling with at the time. So, it's kind of
0: instead of just having the one thing, which you often see with people, isn't it? They get so much value from one area. Stitch really mm. is to develop like a toolbox kind of philosophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, just doing a bit of a sidestep here. As fathers, are you a father, Kieran? No, no, okay. I'm not. Well, I'm sure your mum's telling you, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but you know, like as fathers, um, or as men, you know, what would we want our next generation to learn from us? You yeah, know, because so, we, yeah. we've really just talked about the, you know, if we look at our fathers. Well. They neglected themselves in ways that were really damaging to the point of suicide for your father, which is the worst of all. And then your father, you kind of starting to see these epiphanies of, oh, look what he taught me. Well, what would we want our next, you know, if it's 20 years from now the kids who have come through us, what would we want them to say, this is how we were taught? What would be those things?
2: Yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, you, 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 when you become a father, you're really steering it the situation yeah. aren't you yeah. i always look at my daughter It's a big responsibility you're, you're, yeah. You're, <laughs> you're, yeah but also you think of the mirror like you, you you like i look at my daughter and i think "Geez, i'm seeing you see a lot of yourself mm. in and your children and um and i kind of think well what what can i show her that's use that will be useful for her in the future mm. and and i think that's it's an interesting way mm. to think about it and and, and that's not saying I've, I've got all the, the no, tools, no, but, ooh, yeah, but yeah. you know, like I, I want her to see, um, you know, a good male role model as a as a young girl. But mm. I imagine you know the onus on you as a father of a boy is, is um, you know, has a different kind of slant to it. But mm. but I also want her to be able to trust trust me and tell me what's going on, and that's mm-hmm. it. And yeah, Nigel Ladder, I, I remember reading one of his books, and, and one of the things he says. Uh, is the um, father's raising daughters type yeah. thing? He said, you'd, "You know, if you can get to the teenage years and still be a friend, uh, someone that your daughter trusts to talk yeah. to, then you've you've done a good job." And yeah. and it's um, you know she's she's not she's acting like a teenager, but she's nowhere near one yet. But yeah. you know, it's it's a great philosophy to hold. It's um, so to I suppose but I suppose
0: you know. So yeah. like, if we look quite practically at it. You know, like, what are the things we actually need to do to build trust, to build a good role model in regards to dealing with emotions? You know, like, okay. you talk about your toolbox or your – what do you call it? You call it your – I call it circle of trust. Your circle of trust, yeah. 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 Um, so, so, you know, if we're saying, okay, well, these th- this is what we want to establish is a sense of trust and good tools and stuff, what are the behaviours that we need to p- portray to our world that allows them things to be built? Openness.
1: Yeah, yeah. A, a word that I really like is Vulnerability. Yeah, that's I'm a good showing point. it mm. um, I think it's authentic Yeah. it's they' actual real emotions that you're feeling at a given time mm. and if you uh, I don't have children but I imagine if you share those emotions with children yeah. mm. um, they're gonna learn to recognize those emotions and help deal with them yeah mm. yeah it's, it's interesting it. you, you you mentioned vulnerability I was talking to um,
2: my barber Matt who this yeah, yeah, yeah. is this whole thing he, he he's got the the philosophy in this barber shop that it's a safe place to have a conversation with a man. Yeah. And I asked him actually on Saturday, I said, what what would you say? And he said, Yeah, totally vulnerability. It's showing the guy who you've never met before that you're human and mm. you're not perfect. Yeah. And 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 maybe sharing something that you know as a as a as an offer or a token that yeah. is to say, hey, look, this is real, you know. Mm. And then from there you can sometimes I think people feel better to share something of theirs and it, you know it's not it's not dive into your worst story the first time you meet yeah no type no, stuff but yeah. over time you know that relationship will find a pace or
0: so so ultimately it, we're saying kids yeah. 20 years from now we would want to, to say that they taught me it's okay to be vulnerable and be open
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah vulnerable's got a funny connotation to it isn't it yeah yeah yeah,
0: but, but, yeah I, I get what you're saying. But if, if you're saying but it's okay. It's authentic, okay, it? it's, yeah.
2: authentic it's, it's fine to
0: be. But vulnerability authentic. is often the thing people hide, isn't it? You yeah, know, I, right. we don't want you to see my weakness, so I'm going to mm. put on a facade which actually keeps me away from being I me. has
2: got, you know, we, yeah. we're seeing that in a different way, whereas, you know, like our parents' generation, it was probably hide it. Yep. And now we, we put out different fronts. Mm. We're, we're a bit more overt. You know, you think mm. of social media and things, and people put forward a persona yeah, but yeah. What's well, really interesting? World, Whenever I work yeah,
0: with somebody yeah. and they kind of get there, the answer, the thing they always get to is, I feel like I'm being me. That's right. You know, that's mm. always the thing I get, That I, well, I know I've done a good job when I hear that. Mm. Like I just feel like I'm being me. Mm. You know, and it's mm. a, and that's a really interesting statement. You know, because what does that really mean? But it's a sense of I can just trust that I'm okay.
2: Well, I would say it's the most kind of powerful and or empowering mm. thing when you, you, you kind of get who you are. And mm. what you do and, and that, you're and free to be it. And, yeah. that's right and yeah it's good and bad yeah. you know, like it's accepting yeah yeah of course the whole yeah yeah
1: yeah
2: and yeah. And, and being able to look forwards as well you mm. know like that i think that's a really important thing is is you know being able to accept what's happened but have a have a look you know look forwards and have that frame of mind
0: so is there anything else we'd want to add to that kind of the 20 year in the future kind of you know so we've said you know openness um free to be you vulnerability you know, kind of as men who may listen to this or Mm. partners of men um any other kind of things that we feel could promote healthier living and you know that we want to role model because i think we'll talk a little bit about how you help mates but
2: yeah but I, i i I really love um the, there's a great campaign, we can put the you can put the link in around all right and yeah. and um and that's been post earthquake. Yeah, you know, So in Christchurch we had
0: the earthquakes and it's obviously mental health's been a big issue, so there's a good campaign done by our council maybe or uh, maybe the health, board, health, yeah, health board. So, yeah, so it's all about uh, Yeah, yeah so it's it's well being and it's called yeah. all right. But yeah. Can,
2: but but they've they've just got a campaign about um it's called Manly As. Okay. And, and I think that's really um, the, the basis of that is to celebrate success in areas that are not commonly labelled as male. You know, okay. like that caring. Yep. okay. Yeah. There's one about talking. There's cooking, is it? there? Ah,
0: Did you yeah. say cooking or talking? Cooking. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it could be talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Bevan, yeah. Bevan would win that. Yeah, yeah well, definitely talking. <laughs> cooking in no way. <laughs> uh, but,
2: yeah, uh, that's really important. You know, you think of, um, you know, the, the personas that we put on males are generally driven... Through mm. what we see on
1: television.
0: Well, and also, you know, look at stories of history. The male was the warrior. History, yeah. You know, yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Our, our function as males is different than what it was 30 years ago as yeah. well. You know, yeah. roles have changed, yeah. and um, we're and not that's true. Yeah. the male's not just the breadwinner that comes home and mm. has to be strong and hide weakness and things. The roles are different now. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I think it's important to kind of
2: recognise that diversity. You know, as a, as a person, you know, it's, it's totally fine to, to have areas of strength that you might not think. Are necessarily that and i the, you know that caring thing's really interesting isn't it you know and you meet people i think we can all think of male role models in our life who mm. care Yeah, you know, totally. those yeah. people who really care deeply about other people and yeah. i mean i'll look at you two and i'd put you in that yeah. in that category and um but we never talk about it and we mm. never acknowledge it and we never kind of say it's never admire this, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or actually say that to the person so i think are those are the things that we could be staying that conversation so, so we've yeah. put
0: up a document here and the document's very much about um kind of if you've got somebody who you is in a tough situation and, and we'll, we'll kind of maybe just talk through some of these things here um first of all how do you get yourself to a place like you know have you when you're dealing with your mates who you know might pass away and you said that i was the supporter really because everyone knew i'd been through this mm. um You know, in this way, it's probably a bit different because you didn't have to go to them to address the situation. But where did you have to put yourself to be ready to do something like this?
1: Yeah, it's a a tough spot to be in because you, at that time as well, I was dealing with grief. So, Mm. you know, my emotions were Mm. running pretty hot at the time as well and trying to work out why the heck this great young man had um, done this, left left us. And um, I think it's just trying to remove some emotion out of the conversation. Like... Obviously not the caring aspect, because mm. you've still got to care, but remove your own emotion from the conversation, and almost your own opinions as mm-hmm. well, because um, what I may feel and think in a certain situation isn't what someone else is feeling and thinking in a, the same situation, yeah. so it's just kind of asking them questions, trying to draw out of them what they're feeling and thinking at yeah. that given time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think one thing that's probably really important to acknowledge here is to not let things slide because we probably see clues or cues that Mm -hmm. are there in front of us, but uh, is it my place to bring this up, you know, or is it a little bit difficult or is this uncomfortable? Do I know the person well enough? Yeah, do I know the person well enough? You know, there's kind of all these barriers that we can almost allow ourselves to use as an excuse or maybe just we don't want to be... You know, stepping on someone's toes, yeah. but actually, if if we, you know, because we if we're preparing for a tough conversation, well, I think the first thing we need to acknowledge is that we're willing to have the hard conversation. Yeah. You know, and, and what place do you need to be to put yourself in that?
2: That's a that's a very brave act, isn't it? When you think about it, yeah. You can, you know, like most things in life, you can come up with a thousand reasons not to. Do something, yeah, and particularly when it's hard and it's simple. You well, know, like yeah, yeah, no one wants to upset
0: someone, them. so you know, and we can press, you know, it's that whole you know, mm. often when we think about conversations around right, confrontation, is that we what we paint in our head around what the confrontation will That's be right. is ten times worse than it ever is and so we never you know so many people one of the biggest fears is confrontation so they never move towards confrontation and then when you get into to do it like oh it wasn't actually that bad and the outcome's been great and you know and and this could be a similar situation whereas oh if I step on their toes you know and it's almost it's a, too much of a hard basket but as you say if we're willing to do that we can really be someone who helps them move forward can't we
2: mm-hmm. and yeah. that's it um I guess appreciating that you can bring perspective to mm. people, I, uh, I don't know, some, something like that. You know, the, 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 like you say, the signs are sometimes there, but you could you could equally kind of dismiss or you could equally yeah. kind of misread and make it worse than it really is, but it's not about that. It's about, like you say, it's about dealing in fact. Mm. It, yeah. And that's always a good place to start.
0: And well, and so yeah. we move on to the document. We're kind of saying here that the first thing we're saying is that we ask. need to ask. mm, mm you know and and so maybe Kieran, do you want to share a little bit more on what what, what you, how you interpret that
1: yeah for sure, and I think you touched on a good point is that I think we actually walk past a lot of situations every day mm. where we could ask mm. um, and so you know, what do you, why do you think people do that what's the uh, it's hard yeah it's, yeah. it's hard to ask someone, are they doing okay you know like do mm. you, do you want to know the honest answer mm. no. is there also awareness in that? I think you know where people are so
2: busy or thinking about other things that distract you. Yeah, or, or so sort of self-absorbed, and, and yeah. not, in a, not in a kind no, not
0: of not ego way, way. But, yeah. Yeah. but we are busy yeah. and we lead busy yeah. lives, yeah.
1: And I think, I think it's being really aware of the, the words that people use when they're talking to you, mm. and even the way they make eye contact and things as well. I think um, there's a lot of social cues out of that stuff that you can pick up that maybe indicate that mm. things maybe aren't as smooth as they seem. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and so when we say, you know, we've got to a place where we've identified, we want to address it, what kind of asking will we do?
1: Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say for me, a, a big thing that I try and do is if it's not in that moment, because it may not be the right moment to yeah. actually ask someone, mm. is actually maybe set up like an activity that they enjoy doing. So, you know, if it's mm. going for a run or if it's uh, playing golf or yep. if they enjoy going to the movies and having a coffee, yeah. like, do that and do it in a safe, safe environment for yeah, them because, yeah. you know, one, it's something they enjoy doing, so it might help the situation anyway. Yeah. And they're probably feeling comfortable at that at that moment. Um, whereas sometimes just asking people straight out can be quite a tricky. thing yeah. because they're taken aback by it. And, yeah. Mm. So, so, safe so safe. almost
0: creating a safe environment to, to 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 have it. Basically. Yeah.
2: Well, it's safe to be vulnerable, yeah. isn't it? You know, yeah. like, you know, people aren't vulnerable in certain circumstances. So mm. yeah.
0: Um, just you know we've got a document we're kind of working from here it's got just some examples it's got start with what you've seen um, you know so obviously it might be hey I have to notice you have a bit flat in energy lately mm-hmm. um, you know or you just I haven't heard from you in ages and you're normally in contact all the time mm-hmm. you know some of the look, the cues that you've got, got don't try to put it off uh, if they try to avoid it you know so if they try to avoid it don't be put off you know maybe just find a better time you know yeah. don't just let it go just, oh they shrugged us off you know actually maybe be a bit more persistent i've uh, got try different few different ways to help them open up your example the occurrence really good way of thinking about that uh let them know you'll be there if they needed uh if they don't open up yeah, that's pretty important just, isn't it i
2: was thinking yeah a friend who's been through some big stuff recently and and you know and all well, we he's he's not a big talker but you just kind of send a message to say hey look if you want to catch up you know just sing out or yeah or do lunch or something and just I think when people make that offer, he, he's probably he's fine. You yeah, know, I think he's fine. But you know, may, when multiple people make that offer, yeah. then sometimes that's also bad. maybe you
0: prepare them. Like I don't know if this is true, but maybe if you know that if I've said to you, hey mate, you know, obviously you don't want to talk about this, or just you know, hey, I'm here if you need to talk about it, and then in their mind it's like oh maybe next time I see my wall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, you kind of open up their mind to the possibility of oh yeah. maybe this could be an outlet that I could explore, yeah. and then next time. They may bring it up, or if you could say, you know, you could bring maybe, as we said earlier, you know, maybe be a bit more persistent, but not in a buggy way, but, you know. Plant some seeds. Yeah, plant some seeds. Like the offer for lunch
1: or just to catch up and hang out and things. It may just trigger, if they're in a dark place, it's going to be hard for them to reach out,
0: so. One thing that one thing I've discovered, you know, I'm so open in my life. And the thing about being open is you by being open, it allows others to be open. You know, you really do give permission when you just kind of show your own weakness. And so if you know, if you get a sense that, okay, this, my mate's struggling over here. I've kind of tried to address it. Mm, it's not really happening. Well, let's catch up again. Maybe I just share some of my stuff. You know, yeah, and that's
2: what we were talking about earlier, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You're showing you're vulnerable. Yeah,
0: right? and just yeah. kind of saying, hey, you know what, I've been mm-hmm. really struggling with this thing lately, and you know, and that maybe allows them to give permission to open up themselves.
1: Which is probably why people talk to you, right? Like, yeah. About that stuff. Yeah. Because I'm probably similar. I, I overshare in a lot of ways just yeah. about how I'm feeling and things, and mm. it's just being honest, and uh, why not? Yeah. yeah, and and then you get a deeper
0: experience there for that reason. people do that back. Yeah. 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 yeah I
1: always think of, you know,
2: we, we talk a lot when we're running, and I, I, I really value that time and, mm. it, and, it, and it doesn't matter whether it's a big stuff or small stuff mm. and sometimes there'll be a run where I'm doing all the talking and he's doing all the listening or vice versa mm. and, and that's quite it's quite a cool way to think about it it's it's going to ebb and flow mm. and all that
0: kind well of that's stuff. relationships but, isn't it yeah, that's you know right. that, that's yeah. a good relationship has that yeah. doesn't it, it has mm. you know it's, it's kind of not tug of war but it's kind of the seesaw going in either directions that actually balances mm. both people out but it's also
2: it, it, it's if it's not a five on the five out of ten, then you don't talk about it. You know, there's no thresholds. It just goes where it
0: goes. So the next step is actually probably a really important step, and and particularly for men in particular. So the first step was, you know, prepare for a conversation, and that's like being aware and that stuff we've talked about. We've talked about asking, and that's kind of addressing with the person in a way that feels safe and, you know, maybe allows them to open up at the right time for them. But the next one is listening. And let's be honest, most men aren't very good listeners, probably because we're problem solvers. You know, they're, they're, for us, most men, when they hear something's wrong, they just provide solutions. And listening is actually a really hard skill. And it's something that through my job I've, I've developed. But it's definitely, um, you know... it. it it's really funny because a lot of my job is about using listening skills and reflective listening and all that kind of stuff. And then even in my relationship, like at times I know I should do it, and I just go back to you know problem solving. And I've got to keep oh stop, Vivian, you know. And I've got to look for my cues for my wife to go. Oh no, she's no. What the way she's responding means I'm not really listening right now, you know. And but but really, most men do have that. We are problem solvers, aren't we? And, and I think maybe the first thing to to want, Let's say you have asked. And now they are opening up. Your first mm. thing is to stop yourself, really. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. create, a, yeah, create awareness around, you know, my job right now isn't problem-solving. Mm-hmm. My job is to be a mirror for them, really, isn't
2: it? Yeah, some of the stuff... Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been on the same kind of learning pattern. Mm. And the relationships are always a good, oh, good yeah. place to learn because yeah. you've got to, yeah, a person who's going to tell you pretty yeah. soon <laughs> or show you pretty Or well, not, well, should, not tell you, you know, what's up? That's right, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, the, um, yeah... I, Someone, my colleague described it as you, you're trying to get them to talk more than you, like a, almost like a game, and and it's quite a good philosophy, and and you do that by asking good questions, mm-hmm. it's, you know, and and it's just about finding, keep exploring to find that thing that, yeah. and and digging in on things that people say, and it's it's a it's a very powerful thing. I mean, you can create an hour-long conversation out of one question, mm-hmm. you know,
1: so. And how much more powerful is it? Is it for yourself? I know, I know myself, like when I'm sharing or unloading something, I feel good on the back of that. But also, how much better does it feel if you've kind of come to a solution?
0: By yourself. Yeah, you're much more yeah. likely to action yeah. that if someone yeah. just tells
1: you something and then you're kind of like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, but mm. you may never do anything with it. So yeah. I think if you can mould them to actually finding a solution themselves rather than just trying to tell them a solution. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's empowering, isn't it? And mm. in, in the person you're talking
2: to will know the best about their context you know you can you can pick up things and you can observe, but ultimately the you know you're you're best place to be able to read everything around you
0: hmm. and, and, yeah. well well one thing I think is is and actually this is probably um advice that I'd like to recommend is, is shut up's not really the answer you know like we've got to stop ourselves from being a problem solver but actually it's not just shut up it's my job is to understand mm, yeah. you know what I mean like good listening is you show understanding of what the person's communicating to you and you know when you think about that okay well a lot of people want to shut up just because they're so used to coming straight back you know and it's really interesting when you look at conversation because when you look at social conversation it's not just, just I want to share my bit you know what I mean like oh, I went to the park and I ran with the dog oh when I went to the park I ran with the you know yeah. and it's a and that's nothing wrong with that that's kind of how humans interact but when we think about um if i'm here to be empathetic for a person to move for help them move forward mm. or it's not it's i need to stop myself from the roadblocks things like just providing solutions because providing solutions what that does it makes them think you don't understand because mm. you're not really hearing what i'm saying like many men in relationships i used to get this all the time before i learned some skills is you just don't understand. I'm like, fine. I've listened to you the last hour. You yeah, know, but, yeah. but, but, but I've given you an answer. Yeah, and I've kept giving you the answers. <laughs> and it's like, well, no, the problem yeah. is I never showed understanding. Mm-hmm. And so while shutting up is better than trying to provide solutions, actually the real job is to go, I want to understand what it's like to be in your shoes. Yeah,
2: and I think that's you, you, you make a good point there. It's about, you know, if it doesn't make sense in your mind, it's perfectly all right to kind of ask. Well, do you know what's really interesting clarity. is that
0: when you, when you do reflective mm-hmm. listening and reflective communication, they tell you when you got it wrong. So, you know, the thing I'm always looking for is the yes. Mm-hmm. So you might be telling me, oh, I've had a hard day at work, and I'll say, and "I'll go, oh, so you feel really frustrated because your boss, boss... Yeah, yeah. And once I've got the yes, you go on. Mm-hmm. So I'm just helping you express further. And if you go, oh, I've had a hard day at work, oh, so your boss never listened to you. you go, oh, no, 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 that's not it. And it's really interesting when you, people will guide you through what they're trying to help you understand. Mm-hmm. And so if you put yourself in the role of my job is to be a great understander, mm-hmm. then when you get to the yes, it's, then they go, yes, and... And again, it's just, okay, we'll let them go deeper into the thing they need to understand.
1: Empathy, the word that you said, is so important. Yeah. yeah. And showing empathy. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's a genuine emotion. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, by repeating things back yeah. and seeking clarity on what they're saying as well. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, and that's why I love this idea of understanding, because I like to, when people communicate, it's like, what is it really like to be in their shoes? You know, and that's yeah. when you almost gain a deeper understanding of what they're going through. Because then, so then, what you can come back to is not just what you just tell me, but oh, here's a deeper level that maybe you haven't even discovered. Mm. So it might be, oh, I feel frustrated. So, oh, so you get really angry when you're frustrated. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. You know, and it's because mm. of getting a deeper understanding of you know your experience of it. Mm. You and know,
2: emo- the emotion thing is taking your emotion out mm. when you're the, the person doing the listening. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. not. The judge, I just read that, the, you know, the don't judge thing. And I think that's really important. It's, you know... Well, how can they be free help and help trust if they feel judged? Putting today? yourself in their shoes. You're trying to help yeah. them explore, not not you come up with what you think yeah. the answer is or whether it's right or wrong or putting your lens on it. You're trying to get, you know, it's, it's be the mirror, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose, as opposed to, um, you know, trying to tell them what the answer is. and
0: Yeah. Or they shut off when you tell the them answers. Mm, mm. Yeah. You going to say something, Gary? Oh, no. Well, you, no. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was, Sorry You're literally about to say yeah. Okay so on our little list here We've got listening we've got, um, Listen and let them know You're listening And that's maybe Some of the stuff We've talked about there Don't interrupt And that is that whole I just want to share my bit Which mm-hmm. can often just be Really kind of Move away from their understanding Take what they say seriously Don't judge or diminish What they are feeling And that's a really big one Because often yeah. people Are really ashamed Of what they're feeling So if you can If you if you show anything That undermines that they just shut off Straight away aren't they mm-hmm. And
1: it doesn't matter How trivial you think Yeah what they're going through is or whatever. Yeah. Like if yeah. it's a really minor thing that's causing them a problem, well, you think it's minor, but they obviously don't. So, well,
0: that's what I love about when you think about your kids. Like when you, what's important to them. It's really not that important to us, generally speaking, but in their mind, it's the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. And I was actually speaking to a teacher yesterday, on Saturday, she's one of our runners, she was saying, when you first get kids, she was saying she was talking about English actually, she's an English teacher, and said, um, the problem with some of the way school's been judged in the last period is that if kids aren't at a certain level by the age six, they're getting judged as poor. Mm. And she said, the problem for kids in the first couple of years, is by year two or three, they kind of all get their English. Mm some kids they just worry about things that are more important to them right now and one kid she had an example of a kid who their lunchbox didn't open and it ruined their day mm-hmm. and, and you know and, and so but to that kid that's the most important thing in the world now to us it's like, just open your lunchbox you'll be right yeah. but you know to yeah. keep in perspective that this is really important to them it isn't it's
2: confidence isn't it you yeah. know, and, and when you when you're in the areas particularly with kids I mean they're not a young kid has not had any experience so everything yeah is a big thing, Isn't you know, they're, they're learning not world, aren't they? you know, like, I can't open my own lunchbox, might yeah. be a massive thing for yeah. That, yeah. that kid, but, um, and it's the same in this space, it's like, if, you, if you're feeling a certain way, and you don't know how to answer the, 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 the problem, or address the problem, or answer the question that you've got in your mind, that, that feeling of, mm, something's not right here, but you don't have the answers, even as an adult, how much confidence do you actually have, in mm. that point in time, mm. you know, so you got to, people got to respect.
0: Yeah. Think, yeah, yeah. Respect that position. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've also got don't diminish what they're feeling. Encourage talking by nodding, using open-ended questions uh, and asking things about what they've said. So open-ended questions, maybe some examples. Just put the boys on the spot right yeah,
1: there. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just uh, even just sort of saying, tell me about it. Yeah. Mm. Or tell me about, mm. like you've done it a couple of times already. Tell me about how that feels. Yeah, okay, um, yeah. Because I think, and that's not quite a question, but it's trying to get... Them to open up a little bit more yeah. about something yeah totally
0: mm. yeah. yeah and not closing it off really is what you look you're trying to help them go further into it aren't you yeah yeah how
2: did you feel
0: in that moment or yeah. 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 yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah great okay so then we've got so we've had um prepare for the tough conversation we've got getting to the point where you can ask what how you would ask listening um by the way this is off the movember website so we'll put a link to it in the show notes mm. encourage action now uh, what does that mean what are what, we how do we interpret that
2: mm. just Helping, I think you know, to build on the two things that we just talked about—the ask and the listen—it's it's that um, empowerment to act and and license to act. I suppose is helping that person kind of realize that they can do something. And and sometimes it's not. We're not talking about fixing the, the problem pro- yeah. necessarily, but you, you you if you look at it from a wellbeing perspective, and I think um, you know, like exercise is a great example. Yeah. When that's important in people's lives, and they stop, and someone stops exercising, you, you, the the impact is not just the fitness. No, of course thing. not. It's a, yeah. it's a, there's a yeah. broader play here, and the same with, um, so so it might be the action might be, hey, geez, you haven't, let's go, you know, you haven't been out for a run for a while, mm. you know, maybe, why don't I come out with you, you know, or something like that, something little, yeah. so more. bringing them back to good behaviours yeah. for themselves. Um, I, I remember, I mean, talking with one of the one of the ladies involved with all right and she was talking about it's not about um putting out a whole portfolio of things that people could do when they're not feeling you know feeling a bit blue or whatever those people will never step out and take that action and and it's actually about making that connection and and bringing the person oh, towards okay. things yeah, that okay. are important to them yeah so exercise might not be it for the person you know it's we could we could all sit here and say well exercise yeah. is good for people But that's because we love exercise and yeah we love that's it. right yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's if you've never exercised before <laughs> you know putting exercise in front yeah. of someone's not going to actually make them go oh yeah that's well, great it's a pretty for me. scary thing for them too. Yeah, yeah so so i always think of that um you know encourage action is is active it's it's like it's that brokering it's it's making something happen and thinking about the steps to move someone from a to b mm. that it's not just going well there it is over there once you go and do it because obviously they haven't done it yeah. so there's reasons why and it's about trying to support and what them is, towards
0: that, that yeah. and how do you interpret it Karen?
1: um I, I come back to probably the ask thing and where yep. i sort of said around maybe trying to arrange a scenario or a situation where they feel comfortable doing it mm. if that can be linked with something which like yep. a run or a coffee or if it's yep. playing music or whatever it is yeah if you can link it with something like that you're naturally um creating an action of good behavior yeah or behavior that's good for them yeah um, and that's quite a nice way to link it because it may actually just remind them even by doing that that um they they do feel good out of the back of that yeah yeah and yeah. it makes them yeah they enjoy it yeah. yeah i think it's important to also kind of call out that
2: this isn't just about when there's a problem this is you know like this is this is a very this could be a very light touch um, day-to-day day-to-day type thing you know where you you know like you say hey mate i haven't seen you for a while there's obviously something going on there and if if you get the answer i was just trying to play out that example you know when people say oh yeah i've been really i've been really busy or people give answers Mm -hmm. that are just anyone could say them they're kind of just meaningless yeah you know, anyone. there could be anyone saying it, and it doesn't really say anything. If you know yeah, what I mean, it's like, yeah. oh, so what have you been busy with? Is a good question to explore, but it could just be a. Hey, yeah, do you know one thing? I, I, I just as yeah. you talk about
0: that, I just kind of think in my mind. One thing I, come like i in front of people every day in my life, and, and and I'm in a role where people tend to trust you, so they, they share a lot. You know, just I'm not sure why it is, but it is, <laughs> and and, uh, <laughs> uh, and luckily I'm, I can be I'm trustworthy, but um, but. One thing I often will do is, like, when people say they're busy, I say, oh, so what are you starting to drop? That's good for you. Yeah, like, I literally hard. just hit them with that, yeah. and you know, like, at, you know, and, and, and in a way that comes with, oh, you know, because it's really important that you don't do that right now mm. or that mm. you keep some of the, your good stuff in, you know, because, you know, there's kind of this downward spiral people go in in yeah. busy times, yeah. and, uh, and, you know, that's, that's probably a little bit different. But, you know, like, when we think about, okay, well, I'm busy. No, I, think it's, no, I,
2: don't actually, I actually don't think it's different. Okay. Because this, if you're looking at this from a, a well-being perspective mm. and you know, I mean...
0: Yeah, well, when I do public talks, people, I always say, what's the first thing that gets dropped when you get busy? And it's kind of anything that's good for you, you know? And exactly it's like, right, well, yeah. actually, I, I believe fundamentally your well-being tools should come first and then you plan your life but second around there.
2: you think about the runners and things like yeah. that. You know, people have committed to, and, and are there. And if they're there all the time and then they're not there, yeah. you know, what's changed? Yeah, and just going, oh, that's the observation, ask the question, might be... Nothing but it's worth asking, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and also, just maybe we'll going back to listening. If you've done really good listening and you've built good, really good trust and you've helped guide them towards some answers, there often is a bit of an action plan that they can find for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so it's a little bit of that kind of that, okay, well – you know, you have been frustrated with your boss, you know, just going back to be the kind of example I used before. You know, are frustrated both. You feel a little bit kind of lost at work, you know. it's like So if you were to deal with this, how would you deal with this? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and a way that you could actually win. You know, those types of questions mm-hmm. helps them. And then it's okay, so here's how you think you can get through this. You know, and then how can I support you? You know, so like mm-hmm. while we're saying... Um, to nurture growth towards healthy things, like your example, porno. Really, it's also you can actually maybe also try to get a bit of an action plan out of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, if you can get them to come to the action plan. Yeah. And then, like you just said, how can I support you with that? Yeah. yeah. Right. Do you want? Do you need some accountability? Or yeah. Do you want to practice how you're going to have that conversation before you yeah. have it? Or, yeah. There's so many ways that if you can get them to agree what the action is they need to take you can support them in
0: that. Yeah, because mm. it's really important that, you know, if we think about what we're trying to do here is we're trying to show understanding, we're trying to show empathy, but we're also trying to help them get to a healthier place, aren't we? Mm. You know, yeah, and absolutely. and again, if we go right back to the, if we think it's a bigger issue, we need to go to bigger areas. But if it's just a mate who's going through a tough time, it's actually we want to try help them move through that time, don't we? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And
2: it's about taking action. You know, I think that's really, Yeah, it? it's not. it's not just going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that'll be right yeah kind of just accepting it here yeah like like if I don't
0: take action I'm going to stay in the same place aren't I Mm. you know Mm. whereas if I do shift forward and move towards actions that can kind of shift where I am then there's a much higher chance I'm going to move forward isn't there yeah, and so maybe if we divide that into two areas, we kind of say, well, go to things that keep you healthy. So like you say, nice. exercise, or like I've had clients just so like baking, you know, like, like you know, just, the, the music, yeah, something. just whatever, you know, yeah. like, so there's yeah. this kind of, at this time, it's really important you use your healthy tools, or what was your term again? Yours is... Circle of trust. Circle, you can use circle of trust. <laughs> right uh, of no, no, <laughs> but you, we'll, we'll go to ways. Um, ben, but so there's kind of, this time is a really important time that you, the action you, one of the actions you need to do is use your circle of trust. Mm. Um But also, you know, how are you going to move through this particular problem? So we're fundamentally looking after the well-being of the whole by using healthy tools. We're then also maybe trying to think about strategies to help me move through maybe if there's a specific thing to work on. Mm, Yeah, it's
2: a navigation thing,
0: isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Because the thing is, there are solutions. You know, like, there are ways through a lot of these problems. Not always, but, you know, a lot of a lot of these problems. Okay, so then I'll, just, I'll read what we have on the list here. Uh, ask them about things they've enjoyed in the past and encourage them to talk to others around. That's a good one, isn't it? Mm, you know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, when you're in the good Sometimes place. Sometimes
2: you find the answer is... Something that's yeah you've done before and yeah, go back you're, to like it. you say you've forgotten <laughs> yeah oh you're right actually yeah yeah I quite enjoy running yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel really good on the back of that yeah, so. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, let them know about online oh yeah, yeah, let them know about online resources so that, you know there's lots of good online resources nowadays uh, and if you feel it's needed encourage them to see a doctor or a professional we've kind mm. of talked a lot about that anymore anything else you want to add to it on boys
2: no. I think that supporting things really important yeah. you know like sometimes it's it's not just the answer and Go go off, you know. Sometimes you need to actively do something to yeah. help people move forward,
0: yeah. towards something. Or and, and so maybe on back. a personal level, is like, how do you make sure that doesn't fall away from your mind? Mm. You know, but like mm. you know, like I'm a really I organized person, so I'd write on my to do list. So I'd just make sure you check in on and so and so you know, because we we all got busy lives, have not we? Set a
2: reminder on your phone. Yeah, like there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that, eh? Really? You know, like it's. Yeah. Um, you've moved beautifully to check-in. Oh, um, there you go. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I was uh, yeah. mate, professional. Broadcasting professional, I tell yeah. you. Uh, so checking
0: in. So checking in, um, this is kind of where we're going. Yeah, where I was literally yeah, going. Right. So yeah. it is really not just about having a conversation and leaving a lurch, is it? Yeah.
1: I, think, I think a lot of the time it, these things end up being just one conversation. Mm. And then it's like, oh, yeah, we've talked about that. And then it just drifts. And I think if you're the person that's listening, you're the one that's got to drive potentially the second mm. conversation, or whatever. Yeah. Just, again if they're still struggling or not in a good place, it might be still hard for them to reach back to you for a conversation or, or, mm. or want to take your mm. time or whatever, mm. whereas if you just send them a text or a quick call or whatever you communicate with them, you can just prompt.
0: Well there's a really important message here because one conversation is going to help and it helps in many ways, but problems don't just disappear after one conversation, no. you know, it's it's, a, it's an effort and, and it would take time. And also the
2: change, like if you don't yeah. have a second conversation, how you know whether it's yeah. got better or worse. Yeah, you know, and so
0: works. like if we are thinking about, we are trying to help someone move from A to B in a way that's right for them, well, it's going to take time, especially if it's a yeah. big thing, yeah. mm. you know, like it's, you ain't going to switch a light off and, you know, you just yeah. go somewhere else. It's like, no, you're going to have to work on yourself in this area and it's going to be hard and, and so it's really important that you use your support network and I'm going to be a part of that. And, but and it's
2: also that right right back at the start we talked about building trust and, you know, that doesn't happen off one conversation. No. That happens in multiple no. points
0: of contact
1: and yeah. conversations and things like and, that. And the
0: importance of checking in is that they may be embarrassed to still want to acknowledge that, eh? Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I think if you just had one conversation and you've left it, you've really just swept it back under the blanket, haven't you? Mm. You haven't really mm. created anything. Yeah. Before.
0: Yeah. When you were post the friend's suicide, was that something you were conscious of, the checking in thing?
1: Yeah. Grief's a funny one. Like when someone passes away and it doesn't matter how they pass away, it's always an interesting time because they pass away and then a week later there's a funeral and that week is very intensive with a lot of people around all the time. Mm. And then it stops. It's not very
2: real, is it, that that post? No. And then it
1: stops. Everyone goes back to everyday life. And if you're... You know, really close to that personal thing things that passed away, that can be really tricky because everyone's gone back to their day to day life, and you're like, well, it's not normal, that person's gone. Mm. Um, and it, that is such an important time, it doesn't matter whether it's suicide or another way, it's, it's such an important time to connect with people and just check in, just send a mm. message or give them a phone call and say hello, how are you doing? And mm. Yeah.
0: Mm. It's it's one of the things I've learned in helping people is that. Isolation is a real cue that things are up. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, a lot of people, when they struggle, they isolate. You know, well, and I that
2: think it's a you know it's a particularly male thing as well, isn't is it? You know? okay, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, there's that determination to sort yeah. stuff
0: out. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, totally. Which yeah. is usually the worst thing. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing I often say to people: well, what the mm. worst punishment we give to humans? Is a solitary confinement? Yeah. You know, like it, yeah. you know, like the worst thing you can do is mm. remove contact. Mm. You know, and then in our hardest times, what do we do? We, we well, many people yeah. they create that for themselves. Yeah. You know, and then they get in this kind of spiral that's really dangerous. And so, if we are a, you know someone who's Knows that if we can check in, we can help them move towards, you know, realising that actually contact's really important, you know, and we can lead that. Uh, anything else around checking in?
2: Well, I was just going to say the time thing's really important, isn't it? Because everything, you know, everyone deals with things at their own pace. Yep. And 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 also I'm just thinking about, you know, like friendships kind of ebb and flow and yeah. some people are really close yeah. in certain times. and yeah. and But, yeah, so so there's no... Kind of hard and fast around it's just be mindful that you know like you you still talk about the stuff you went through and and you check in every year and i
1: you know i really admire that that you still kind of remember So you've like in a process around and, it do you yeah. yeah well for for our friend that passed away um he he was a multi-quarter loved loved outdoors so we do a memorial run walk oh, wow. every january so um it's just a way for us yeah. all to get together um and see each other in, in a place that he loved yeah and just hang out and yeah. do something that he enjoyed doing so yeah, it's, really it's just cool. a process of remembrance and yeah
0: it's a really important thing for me
1: yeah um, of course yeah
0: well I'm sure there's lots of alignment that comes with it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, sure. okay so um, just anything else we've got, what we've we got written down here we've got uh, keep in touch with where they're at and help them make a plan for the future um, and one thing I, I really like and I remember one of my clients she said to me, one of the biggest things impact you had on me, and she'll be right now, and so well done, you know who you are, um, was you said I can change. Mm. You know what I mean? And that was really big because she, she had a life which she thought she was just stuck in. Okay. And, and many of us do, yep. and but if you're willing to work on areas, you can change. Mm. And for for them to understand, you know, if you can be someone who sits beside somebody and says, you know what, you can change, and and here's how we're going to do it, and I'm going to check in along the way. Mm. Look, people who have overcome problems that you've got right now, whoever's listening to this, you know, like there's many examples of people overcoming big right. things, and you know, in the yeah. history of humanity. And so, um, just that perspective, I can change this, but it's not necessarily just going to be easy. Mm. I need to use all these types of tools and people and, and these things to actually move forward but that's
2: that looking forward thing again isn't yeah it? you know a lot of people will kind of just look back and say, see I, see well I, evidence I, of the past know, I, yeah, I, yeah which yeah. means my future is the same yeah 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 yeah, and that's, it's, yeah. yeah. you can do it yeah. um
0: okay we've also got a set a reminder to get back to there you go that's the reminder and uh, make sure they understand and this is probably really important that that you are there for them and, and you're usable mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I think that's important. It really is, not it?
2: And that's it. Yeah, that's I, I've been a lot more mindful about that in the last couple of years. Is, um, just sending a little message or something, you know, it's pretty easy these days to just, you don't have to write a letter or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, just to say to people, just send something say, hey, how's it going? Yeah. You know, and that's it. And yeah. and th- that's just yeah. that simple act that you don't need to hear back from them. You don't need, you know, to open a conversation. But they'll go, oh, yeah, that person... Yeah, they yeah. yeah. They them. yeah. And
0: maybe may, may with the check in as well as make it as easy as possible for them to want to, to be able to use it. Right. So it might be say, Hey, look, if we're going for a run up this hill it means we need a yarn. You know, like I used to have a mate, we play guitar and he'd he you know, he come around every Tuesday night to play guitar and we wasn't about playing guitar. You know, we have a bit yeah. of a jam, but it was yeah. really just about him catching us getting deeper meaningful. Yeah. You know, we'd play a couple of songs and then put them down and talk, you know, yeah. and it was like yeah. you know, it was like, Oh, can I come around to play the guitar and I was like, Oh, you need to chat, you know, yeah. and it was yeah. And that's, you know, maybe even to have these kind of sub, you know, underlying messages, which really mean something deeper is probably an important thing to think about. It would about, have been
1: a so. lot less confronting saying, let's play guitar. Yeah. Like, let's have a chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, it gives them permission to be able to do that, eh? Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so, uh, and lastly, as we've always said, if, if you are worried about bigger things, um, and there's probably two areas here. If you, as we said earlier, if you are somebody who's kind of a bit worried about yourself, well, we'll definitely encourage you to move towards that. But then if you have somebody in your life mm-hmm who you're high higher level worried about um there would be local help mm. you know and um no obviously it's an international podcast so it may you know we can't necessarily put links to any everywhere but you know look out within your local areas um support networks um your health boards you know all these types of places you know we're a lot more aware nowadays so that's the best thing about it isn't mm. it yeah yeah there's
1: a lot more conversation about yeah help, which is good yeah. I yeah. also like the
2: conversation, sorry to be that positive guy, but you know, there's a lot of talk about positive psychology and well being yeah. and things mm. that are coming in and, and you know, the, the history behind that. Yeah. You know, with Martin Sedliman yep. and all yep. that was, you know, why am I always seeing people at the bottom of the cliff? It's yeah, like, you know, there's Had a lot of there's been yeah. a long <laughs> journey yeah. to get there sometimes and yeah, if we got there earlier on, and, and actually that's just about looking after yourselves.
0: And okay, so I always love like to I always love like uh, just to wrap it up. But um, what's the thing that you struggle with most yourself around this? And you can go first because you're on my left and I'm left-handed. So
1: <laughs> struggle with the most around um, having conversations, or, or
0: just, yeah, just this whole kind of you know what's the thing that you struggle with most around this whole idea of um, emotional outlets, and maybe conversation. Just it could be anything you want.
1: Yeah, I'm, I guess I still find it's hard sometimes to open up and that's even though I'm a constant sharer like I I have honest conversations with people regularly but I still find it hard to sometimes sit down and be honest with myself around what's going on in life yeah Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean mental illness it just means stuff that I'm dealing with yeah and, and actually finding solutions for myself out of that is really hard too and that's where I use people like Sean and other friends and family that I can bounce ideas off that they're not emotionally attached to that situation apart from being friends or connected with me, that often they can provide me sort of that helicopter view of solutions mm. or help me just widen yeah. my um, train of thought to that. Yeah. Whereas it's funny because, yeah, if you're talking to other people, you can provide this great sort of feedback and sounding board, but when you're doing it for yourself, it's really hard. Yeah. And that's why I think you're yeah, reaching out to people is, is so really So it actually important. helps you to
0: broaden the way you see what you're experiencing yourself yeah, when you do own, that? with my own oh, things okay. as
1: well. It's just, I, you know, as much as I like to think that I can help people with their own situation, I still need people to help me with mine mm. at mm. times. Mm. Yeah. And so at times,
0: you still are taking too long to get there? Yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah, okay. I
1: still take um, too long to get there sometimes and deal with things myself for a while. Yeah, so,
0: yeah. Newport.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, I was just thinking, um, there's a
2: good question. Uh, I'm glad I went second. Poor Karen when I looked at me was like, what? Yeah, yeah. But the making time thing is uh, I always think you know a couple of things one is making time to actually connect with people is you know it's mm. pretty easy to yeah. kind of let that thing go in today's busy world yeah, yeah or, or just revert to I'll just do something to try to yeah. make it go away yeah. type thing um, so you feel like that's a better use of time sometimes but also I think making time to reflect because that's that checking in with yourself mm. and going how are things really going and mm. and yeah I yeah, I kind of do that every month. I've yeah. set something in my calendar to just make sure I just stop yeah. and kind of go, well, how are things going? Am I doing the things that I know keep me kind of healthy and in and, and good frame of mind and being kind of yeah. the best, yeah. best me and, yeah. and, and just check in with that? And yeah. you just kind of go, well, yeah, look, oh, maybe I'll let that slip a bit this month or, you know, and it just... Somewhere to check in. Uh, you know, I always think of what you describe our New Year's resolutions and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, doing it once a year is not really no, that uh, useful. <laughs> no. You know, but just just having that space to check in and reflect is really I think really important as well. And it's something you can easily go, Oh yeah, I'll do that later, I'm yep. too busy, I'll do something else, mm. I'll, you know It's just finding that time. Well, and for me, that
0: that around mental wellness is that, you know, obviously you've got your tools or you've whatever you trust, whatever your term is for it. Um, And by checking in often, you catch it if you're falling away from it. Mm. So you never really fall away from it. You know, and those we tools. fall far. If yeah, yeah, exactly. Not, yeah. Like, Whereas whoa. if you do it, if you <laughs> never do it, well, you n- mm. you're actually so far away from it, you don't know what it is. Yeah. Or you only check in every so often that you slip too far. And so it's that kind of constant awareness. Yeah, I think it's, a, yeah, it's, a,
2: yeah. it's quite a powerful process, checking. It, yeah.
0: isn't it? Yeah. Just thinking about myself, since I asked a hard question. For, for me, it would be I'm a bit like you, really. I'm really open, tend to be once I've solved the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I'm really good at letting everyone know about my problem once I have the answer, <laughs> but when in, in the solving of it, I'm maybe a bit more kind so of pulled turn, back.
2: turn that back on you, what, why do you think
0: that well, you, I'm just, you I, behave
2: like
0: that? Uh, why do I behave like that? That's a deep question. Uh, <laughs> is, it,
2: is it because you you feel like you have like to...
0: A partly, yeah, probably that partly that because I'm I've proven suppose. that I can solve a lot of things that's in sick, my life. Right, so there's yeah. a trust that's come from history of doing well with that. But it's not necessarily the best method. And so, yeah. like, you know, in the last few years of my life, I've actually, and I'm very fortunate because I'm actually so front footed with my tools, I never really get that place that often. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm actually, uh, it's not that often I really struggle in big ways. Not, not that I don't, but it's not that often. But, and I really think it's because I front foot, you know, those tools really well. But um, the thing I've yeah. learned is to open up to my wife more so you know that's that's the challenge for me is in that time because the, the the downfall of my thinking in that is that i know my wife's a bit of a warrior and so i don't want you don't her want to get what yeah i don't want to be a burden on her worrying about me you know but mm. that can be a detriment because actually it's you know, gain that deeper trust and connection we can have mm. she will respond amazingly because she is amazing um but i still i know doing her, she's worrying oh, do i want to be a burden in her life you know and so but but also when i've taught myself and gone towards it it's always a better outcome in every every kind of way possible and so for me it's still like you it's going to it faster and catching myself doing it yeah
2: even if it's incomplete yeah 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 Yeah.
0: mm -hmm. and actually it gets complete if you go through that you know yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. that's good well boys it's been bloody awesome um do, 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 I do know you probably don't have a website do you have a website that I need to no, no. he's <laughs> a financial planner which I was talking beforehand I love that kind of stuff um, but if you guys if you want to share any thoughts on this you can go to my website Bevan James Isles I have shown notes there with a couple of cool links for you guys even to this article and, and if anything if you are a female listener just maybe encourage some of your male friends to have a listen maybe there's something in there for them now, I think ultimately what we're saying is that These topics need to be brought forward, you know, and we want to, if we think of that idea of the person 20 years from now, what have we taught them? We've taught them that it's okay to have wellness in your life Mm. and to promote the wellness of those around you in a really healthy way. And and if we can influence others in doing that, that's a really powerful thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's good. Awesome. Thanks for your time today, boys. Hey, cool. Thank you. Right our team I hope you, hopefully you guys got uh something to think about from that. You know, it's um probably even just the idea of having that discussion I think adds value, you know, and it's kinda of discussion that's not a bad thing, particularly for men who are listening to the show, to get your mates together and just maybe even do something like what we did there is say, let's get together and just talk about mental health. And it's really funny, actually, I was speaking was to a guy the other night, and he was telling me he went through a period where he went through suicidal thoughts, and he was saying that for him, now again, like we said in the podcast, if you think you're having suicidal thoughts, you, you really need to get towards help, and he was saying that he kind of didn't even realise how often they were in his life, and then he had a moment in his life where his life was really bad, and, and he went to the doctor, and the doctor's like, you need to go straight to a counsellor, let's get to a nurse, and he started seeing this counsellor. And uh, he worked through it and he was saying it's really fascinating because he didn't realize how every day you just have these moments where you look at choices around making bad, you know, the ultimate kind of sad choice. And then through working through it, that disappeared and now he's in a really great place in his life. And I think there's, you know, the reason I want to share that with you is that as we talked about in the podcast, these things can be worked through. And it's really important that you know that because often when we're sat in something for a real long time we just think that's going to be our experience of life but it's, it's not the case. You know, people can get through their hardest things. Sure, it's going to take work, it's going to take effort and it's going to have to take lots of great support and the right people beside you but if you're willing to open up in ways that can do that then you can work towards it and if you are somebody who's a friend of someone who you think may be struggling you know know that they need people like you to be there to support them through that so hopefully you got lots of value out of today's show I think there's some good stuff in there um, if you want to support the show to go to bevanjamesiwers.com you can become a patron of the show and that way you can just kind of contribute to what I do each time I release a show you can donate as much or as little as you want And uh, also spread the word about the show. Go on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get the podcast from, and we can rock on from there. Other than that, I want to say thank you for being a supporter of the show, and I'll see you guys in a couple weeks' time. Great. See you. Bye.